Welcome to this episode of Inside Publishing, the series where we interview industry experts on everything publishing. This time we're talking with Kathleen Farah and Jude Drake from Bloomsbury all about the subject of sustainability in publishing. They'll be chatting about working with suppliers to reduce emissions, as well as how they're fighting climate change through their partnerships with the Woodland Trust and Reforest Action. I am joined today by Kathleen Farrah, Managing Director, Group Sales and Marketing of Bloomsbury, and Judy Drake, Senior Publicity Manager and Head of Sustainability at Bloomsbury Publishing. Welcome to you both, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. So we are today going to discuss the importance of having a strong sustainability strategy as a publishing company. Initiatives such as Publishing Declares, working with suppliers to reduce emissions, partnerships with the Woodland Trust and Reforest Action, and finally the impact of working from home on our emissions. Before we get going on sustainability matters, can you quickly introduce yourselves and your roles, but especially the work you're doing across the business to align with sustainability policies? Um, Let's start with Jude. Hi, I'm Jude. uh, I'm the head of sustainability at Bloomsbury and we've been working really focusedly in the last couple of years to, to kind of bring ourselves kind of more up to where we we should be and kind of then looking forward to to where we want to be um in the last 12 18 24 months despite the pandemic so it's been a we've done a lot of work um but we've got a lot more to do thank you kathleen i am kathleen and i'm the md of group sales and marketing and in my spare time i moonlight as the executive sponsor of sustainability um i work closely with jude jude's position we put in place about 18 months ago, is it Jude now? Which really signified our um, focus on this important area about what we call ESG. And it's both important for us as like a company, we're a PLC, it's important to our shareholders, but really important to our staff and to our footprint around the world as well. So I'm really excited to be working on it. Thank you. So let's get started into more sustainability initiatives. Uh, can you tell us more about or what the purpose of Publishing Declares is and why it is relevant to the UK book and journal publishing industry? So basically, I mean, Publishing Declares is um, an initiative that was uh, pulled together. Um, it's the brainchild of um, the PA Sustainability Task Force, which I sit on. And it is about kind of mobilising the strength of the industry rather than just individual publishers to kind of um, to make a statement and to kind of put forward in a very public way the fact that the industry is trying to fight against climate change. It's got 81 signatories at, at present, which is amazing, um, and it uh, hopefully will just keep growing. And, but what's brilliant about it is that it's pulling together kind of expertise from across lots of different publishers and, and other it's not just publishers, there's um, printers involved and um, journal publishers. It's not just the kind of book industry. And it's looking to kind of use their strength and their knowledge to drive debate and education and kind of using the power that we've got to kind of to to harness um, that debate and, and move it forward. But it's also about kind of protecting not just the kind of 1.5, keeping 1.5 alive, but it's about um, protecting biodiversity and making sure that that kind of message is driven across all of our efforts as well. So yeah, it's a really good initiative and and we're really proud to have been founding signatories of it. Thank you. Kathleen, do you have anything to add? 
Oh, just that. Obviously, fully support. I um, sit on the Publishers Association body as well. So I was really delighted when this came through and we wanted to be at the forefront of that. So we wanted to be you know, like the, the found, one of the founding signatories. So that feels really exciting for the industry as a whole. Thank you. Um, so talking about suppliers uh, again, so how do you work with them to reduce emissions? And I'm especially interested to to learn how how do you open the conversation if, if, if suppliers appear quite reluctant uh, to change? How do you approach that problem? I was thinking just before I go, because Jude like knows all of this inside out, I just thought um, it's a really good idea, I think, to demystify what we mean by suppliers. Because I yes. think people think, oh, what's scope one and scope two and scope three? And then there's suppliers and there's upstream and downstream. Just So it, it's basically everyone we have a relationship with in terms of whether it's our printers or it's... Um, the freight companies that have to move books from, say, China to the UK or from the UK to the US. And obviously, there's sort of more direct suppliers. So there's like energy companies and things like that. So I was going to get you to talk about that. But I think it's really helpful because when I hear the word suppliers, it feels really dry and impenetrable. And so I think making people think, oh, hold on, that's to, you know, if I work in production, that means like the person I'm speaking to is, you know, a supplier and they affect our emissions and and my conversations with them and what I learn from them affect that so I think that's a really interesting way to to think about it because it means it's much more tangible I guess to us but do you want to talk a bit more about the actual detail of how we do it yeah and I think I like just following on from that I think that that's really important it's all it's actually about relationships and so at every level of the business that relationship's really important and um it can influence the way that we are able to move this conversation forward we're we're lucky um in that uh, the kind of the our biggest suppliers who are who are most impactful for our scope 3 so our supply chain emissions are they're really positive towards this conversation they're you know they're 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 having the same conversations. They're open to the same conversations that we want to have. And they are, you know, they've already taken steps. Some of them are much further ahead than us. And some of them are kind of at the same place that we are. And I think that they're, and they're expecting us to have that conversation with them. Everybody, and, and, and that I think is a positive thing. How we start the conversation is, is exactly that. It's the relationships. It's talking to people who already work with them on a day-to-day basis and finding the right people within their organization to, to have the conversation with, finding the right people. And then it's making sure that as we as we, you know, recommit to working with them, that we are that commitment is kind of made with a view to to reducing our emissions, to doing better with in relation to sustainability. Okay, thank you. So, can you just clarify the scope one, two, and three? What um, what do they involve exactly? Well, uh, scope one and two are the emissions that that we put out from running our offices in really simple terms. And scope three emissions are the emissions in the supply chain. So as Kathleen said, there's lots of technology or kind of sustainability technology that, um, you know, to, to the average person is, can be quite confusing. But I, I had an analogy and I like it in that um, upstream emissions um, and downstream emissions. And so upstream are from let's say the, tri- the the paper mills or the from the forest and and what it takes to take the tree from the forest through the paper mills all the way to the printers and then from the point of sale um, of the book is downstream so that's my understanding of it and I think it's quite a, a neat analogy it's kind of if you think of a river and kind of things kind of coming from source and going out to to the end point but yet yeah, scope three is kind of anything within that supply chain and um, usually for most companies they 
hold the highest proportion of emissions. Yes, I, I can imagine how it can be tricky to to have any control over that, and it can be a bit scary to know that like you, your 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 strategy relies on the relationship you have with your suppliers, and to be honest, and finding the right person within that company that will have a conversation and will be kind of trained to, to have it. Yeah, well. I think maybe more like. Not so much scary. I think maybe more like we're all know we're on a journey. I think COP26 has really, you know, had such, I mean, you know, when, when people say there's been 25 COPs before, does anyone remember COP25? I mean, I think it's really fascinating. But the great news is that, as Jude says, everybody is wanting to have these conversations. Like we're at, the, we're at a great moment in time where we can make real change. Um, and also to say that one of the things I found really helpful was um, about two years ago, sort of having a sort of you know, session with an expert in this area who said, actually, the, the, the publishing industry, you know, we, we did a lot like about 20 years ago when we moved to what we call FSC, um, Forestry Stewardship Certified Paper. So we, we, we made some big shifts, you know, quite a long time ago. So we've got some good historical movement in this area. But now, you know, we can we can apply those learnings um, in a much more sort of future facing way but I think it's more making sure that we we feel we got connection all up the chain don't you think Jude? It comes back to that kind of the transparency and the relationships and and trying to stay as kind of open to ideas and suggestions because you know it's it's going to be some brilliant idea clearly that no one's thought of that's going to help kind of make these changes and and move things forward and I think it's just being open to that and being present for the conversation so that you're part of it. Definitely and so talking more about um, whether paper comes from uh, you are supporting the woodland trust at bloomsbury so but do publishers benefit much in the increase of woodlands and biodiversity across the uk or is it just something tokenistic that all businesses do because everyone does it well i mean kathleen will be able to kind of talk in a more broad sense about the charitable work that bloomsbury does but um this is very this is not an offsetting thing it's not in any way related to kind of reducing emissions. But what it does do is that it we want to support and we're proud to support these charities and they are charities and the, and the money that we give is a donation. Uh, with the Woodland Trust, they planted 750 trees last year um, with the money that we, we gave them. And it kind of not only are those trees there and protected in woodland that will not be destroyed, which is really important, it increases the biodiversity in that area. And, and as kind of the more and more, you know, anybody listens in this area, it's not just about carbon absorption. It's not just about reducing carbon in, in the atmosphere. It is about kind of making sure that nature and wildlife and biodiversity is protected and is allowed to kind of almost regrow back into um, to the places where we've destroyed it because that protects the planet just as much as taking the carbon out of the air. And with the reforest action, similarly, we're working with projects kind of around the world. So what they do is alongside that carbon capture and the biodiversity protection, they also create work in the areas where they are. And so there's kind of broader kind of impact that we, we're hoping will, will be beneficial from, from the donations that we made. Yeah, I'm just picking up on what Jude said at the beginning, that this is, this is not any kind of offset um, approach. This is over and above all of the other things we're doing in our um, sustainability future strategy. It's, you know, it's an area that we, you know, in, in terms of the various other donations and charitable like offerings that we have, we see this as like key to be able to be supporting mm. our sustainability strategy, but it's, it's not an offset. 
And I think that's really important. We're not trying to say, look, we're doing this over here because we're not doing something over there. We're still doing our sustainability strategy, setting our targets, plotting out how to reduce our emissions. This is extra. I really love it because I think loads of people might think that people are planting trees because they're cutting trees on the other side you know it's like kind of like I'm doing something good because I'm doing something bad but it's not about that it's just about much more than that it's about just the support and and what anyone can do to help because that is also something people get 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 confused about especially smaller companies that they can't really make the difference but I think if anyone and everyone does a little bit we can all make a difference Another project that has been uh, heard of in the industry is the Bookchain project. Mm-hmm. Um, how can it help to make publishing a more sustainable industry? I'm going to give it to you, but before I do, can I just say they're amazing. It's Yeah, it's just so wonderful to have them working with the whole industry. But you can talk about the detail. Yeah, so they, I mean, they, we've, we've only been working with them for a couple of years, but, uh, you know, across the board of everyone who's been um, kind of working with them, the the feedback has just been that, you know, their their knowledge and expertise is, is outstanding and the systems that they're putting in place in terms of helping monitor the supply chain is, is really kind of really valuable. They work across three areas. They work across, there's forestry, and there is welfare of workers. And then they look at chemicals and materials and, and the safety of those, both from a safety element, but also from an environmental point of view as well. So they've got three different strands and you can sign up to any one of them. They, uh, they've they got a dedicated team and, and your team can work with them. They do kind of forums almost where where the production teams go and they kind of feed into projects and so that's one element of it and there's the other element is the database where they track suppliers they audit suppliers they you know they ask suppliers to feed their emissions into the database so it's you know the the end goal is that there will be a one-stop shop to be able to kind of help track our emissions through our supply chain through them. So it's really, it's really fantastic. And, the, you know, it's collaborative and it feels very collaborative. And they're constantly coming back to publishers and asking publishers to be involved in the conversation of how things are working. And so they do research projects and they've done one recently on plastics. And then they're looking this year to do one on recycled paper. And so those things that are really important to kind of changing the way that we're doing things and finding out what's effective um, and and how maybe other industries have done it as well and pulling that knowledge in. So yeah, it's just it's a really broad knowledge base, but working with the industry to kind of drive things forward. It's really, really good. We're really pleased to be involved with them. Because they do this database, have you unfortunately had to stop working with a supplier because they have been identified by the blockchain project as not compliant? The good thing about the system is that you can you, you can absolutely do that and you can check whether the suppliers are compliant and whether they're filling in the audits and whether they are kind of reporting back information. And yes, there have been, you know, they, they, they will flag um, where there's possibly kind of ethical issues with some of the suppliers. So it's a very... It's a very helpful kind of selective tool, really, to help um, to help when checking the viability of, of of suppliers. But just to say, we've been lucky. We haven't like anyone that has been flagged through them. They're not people that we've been engaged with. So, you know, but it gives us that visibility to know. Yeah, being transparent as well is much must yeah. be very very important across a business. So moving on from industry wide project. As Bloomsbury new flexible working policy will, without any doubt, um, help with emissions from staff commuting, would you encourage colleagues who are concerned about the environment to work from home? Has it happened? And where would you stand as a company? 
Oh, that is such a complex question. I don't think that there is like, you know, a set like ability to, you know, um, there's lots of things we need to be doing to, to work out what is best. Um, and then, you know, what might be best for some areas is not best for others. So, I mean, certainly the most important thing we need to do is be tracking emissions wherever they are, whether they're in people's homes, whether they're on their commute, whether, you know, it's not that people being at home are not creating emissions, they are. So it's like, what does what does that look like? Um, but I think, yeah, we don't have the answer to that yet. And I think it, it will, like everything else, probably be hybrid. <laughs> don't know if you had anything else, Judy, you want to add? No, I mean, I think just that, you know, obviously, yeah, the commute is is um, a big part of the missions that we have to factor in. But yeah, as Kathleen said, you know, there will be emissions from home working. And this will be the first year that we are hoping to have to calculate that, because obviously, looking at a full year's data, and possibly because because people are coming back in and out of the office now, it, it, we need to kind of set up the systems to kind of make sure that we're tracking that. And I think that that's it. It's tracking it and reporting them and making sure that we're kind of as transparent as possible about where people are working and, and how, we're, how we're calculating those emissions. It'll be a good piece of data to, to actually put your hands on, I guess. It will inform so much yeah, more. Definitely. And final question, because obviously um, we are publishers. They are gatekeepers of ideas. That is what it yeah. defines a publisher. Should they therefore make a specific effort to reflect their commitment to sustainability in the books they publish? So basically, in terms of content, um, do you feel that is your duty to publish books to inform people as well as doing things uh, across a business? Yeah, I mean, personally, yes. I think as a company, yes. Um, I think that you're completely right. We um, you know, we are the teller of stories, whether they're the the truth and the science or other things. And I think that it is our responsibility. We've published some extraordinary um, people in this area, including, you know, right at the forefront, Al Gore with an inconvenient truth. So, you know, we we've definitely been there and we want to do more. Um, and I think it's the right things to do publishing in all areas that we do, whether it's in academic um, part of our company or whether it's in special interest or whether it's in our trade division or whether it's in our children's division. I think there are every single area that we publish in has that potential to do good in this space. So I would emphatically say yes. Do you, do you have anything else to add? Well, no, I think Kathleen's hit every, every kind of area there. I mean, I think kids especially is uh, an important area because there's a lot of children and, and young people who are anxious so just making sure that the kind of accurate information is getting out at whatever age they are in a way that's kind of age appropriate and understandable for them and I think that that's you know that's a really important role of publishers. Definitely and on that note do you have any reading recommendations about sustainability published by Bloomsbury? Oh I'm a big fan of the sustainable-ish guide. I find that helpful because you know we're all human and I want to make a difference but I might not always make as much of a difference as I can. I do think that um, Al Gore's book is really seminal. What else have we got, Jude, that we've... We've, we've got a brilliant book coming up next year that's not published yet called um, uh, What is Climate Justice and Why, Why Should We Care? And it is by a philosopher and I think that it brings that kind of... It kind of addresses the issues of like oh, in the Western world, why it's not affecting me. This isn't my problem. And I think it kind of really battles against that. In, in And, you know, the author, Elizabeth Cripps, very much sees it as a moral 
obligation to deal with climate justice. And I think that convincing people of that moral obligation is going to be a big part of succeeding in the next 10 years. Um, and it, it, at the end, it's not just kind of like the philosophical side of things. She does kind of address, you know, um, solutions and how we move forward as well. So it's it's a really, it's coming in February next year. So that's one to look out for. Thank you both. Yeah, I think we'll be looking forward to uh, reading these books and so important to get your hands on anything that could inform you um, because knowing is a is, is a good start to anything if, if you don't know if you don't have access to information you can't make any informed decisions so thank you very much for that um and thank you so much for your time for enlightening uh, myself and the audience on how the industry is tackling the issue of sustainability so thank you very much both and uh, i'll talk to you another time thank, thank you, you for so having much, us Caroline. take care for listening to this episode of Inside Publishing. That was Caroline Guillaume from SYP Oxford in conversation with Jude Drake and Kathleen Farrer from Bloomsbury. You can also read more about initiatives like Publishing Declares and the other projects they discussed by visiting the links in the description box. 